Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moore. So, guys, this week we have the brilliant John Kelly on the podcast. John is uh, a bit of a jack of all trades and a master of all of them, too. He is a facts contributor, he is a presenter, he's a comedian and an actor as well. Um, we have a great chat uh, on here and I really enjoyed it. So, a big thank you to John for taking the time to do it if you are listening. Um, as always, please do hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and give us those five star ratings. Uh, leave a comment and please share with a friend, uh, tell someone in person, um, share it on Facebook, Twitter. It really does uh, mean the world if you think you know someone who would like a bit of personality bingo in their life uh, please do tell them because it's really important for us to keep pushing it now that we've got uh, like five episodes up and out there um, so uh, all that's left to say is uh, guys please enjoy John Kelly playing personality bingo with Tom Warren play personality bingo yeah let's go all right brilliant okay so i'll do a quick little explain what we're going to do so 60 balls in here yeah uh, taz is going to put 60 minutes in the clock then we're going to have 60 questions right here so we're going to ask whatever question comes out with the balls and then if we get your six numbers if they come come out then uh yeah you gotta ask me uh, a mysterious magical question i'll be thinking yeah. what are your uh, what are your numbers just for the sake of transparency i've got eight mm-hmm. 27 mm-hmm. 11 57 31 and 43 great numbers great numbers yeah great numbers yeah. okay is there a, i'm gonna i'm gonna roll it now but just before we start is there a particular number you'd like to come out first ideal world oh i'm really partial to the number uh, to two numbers that are the same beside each other uh-huh. so 11 or 44 okay I missed those. all right okay let's give it a go fingers crossed for you <laughs> Godspeed, John Kelly. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's not 11, it's not 44, but it is number 6. Okay, okay. Any good? Don't have that. Okay, okay, not to worry. Let's not despair just yet. Um, if you couldn't pursue what you're doing right now, what career would you be pursuing? Oh, something old-timey, like uh, a knight or <laughs> a le- I don't know, an archer. There we go, yeah. An archer? Yeah, so way back in the day. Have you ever done archery? Yeah, I have, yeah. Uh, was it hard? Uh, it was all right, yeah. I'd like to be back in the 1600s fighting in the... No, hang on. The Crusades, way, way back. 1200s. Yeah. As an archer. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. It's um, it's one of those things... Uh, did you ever listen to Joe Rogan? Yeah, I know a bit about Joe Rogan. He, uh, he loves archery. He says it's like the best thing ever. It's kind of relaxing in a way. Yeah, That's what uh, he said. You can't think about anything else. It's kind of... It's one of those gentle killing sports. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because you're not you're hunting targets, you're not hunting rabbits. You yeah. could hunt rabbits if you wanted to. You could. Or horses. Yeah, you need a you need a steady hand. I have very shaky hands. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. the same, yeah, yeah. Do you? I get well I get shit circulation. Oh am I low curse? Am I yeah, low curse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get really poor work. circulation <laughs> and sometimes I get a little bit shaky. Yeah. But it's all up here. You have to be steady up here and maybe steady down there. Yeah. Sounds I'm like not talking nonsense. I don't know much about archery. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the story. Alright, we'll go again. Um Okay. Number twenty five. Ah, so close. Okay, okay, no worries. Uh, number 25. What is the worst date you've ever been on? Oh, the worst date I've ever been on was a girl I met about four years ago on... It was an online thing, and she looked nothing like her picture. She was a lot older than she said. She was a PhD psychology student, and she tried to convince me that... Um, oh, God, she tried. I think she tried to convince me that you could... I think she believed in conversion therapy. For oh. sexuality, in a kind of a weird roundabout way, she felt that you know, you know, generally speaking, you could after a long time get somebody to change their behavior in the same way an alcoholic is never truly cured but can kind of restrain themselves. 
And I think after about half an hour, I was like, okay, this won't be happening again. Whoa. We never spoke again. And I can't remember her name, just in, ca- just in case you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was, it was Tad or something. No, I only <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The um, Yeah, it's a, it's a really shitty thing when people do that on online dating and they don't look like their profile. Yeah, and she wasn't, you know what, it wasn't even that. It was She also said that she was cool and bubbly on her, I think this was an OK Cupid account. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, I'm cool and bubbly. And then she wasn't cool and bubbly. She was just really, just really placid and kind of uninterested. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you say you have to say you're cool and bubbly, you're probably not cool. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's discretion. It's, yeah, it's a really crappy thing when people do that, though. I, yeah. I, I think it's kind of sad that people like feel like they have to do that. Like that's a sad thing, but like it's really like because those things completely rely on like and like there's like a code of like online dating. You can't break the code. Yeah, and I'm not a looks person, really. I I am absolutely a personality person. Yeah, um, I'm sure everyone says that, but I I don't really care what somebody looks like. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I was just disappointed about. It how just not fun she was yeah crappy she was yeah so yeah. we never we never had a second date yeah okay hmm. all right okay let's, let's go again let's go. Let's go. happier questions yeah happier questions all right <laughs> we're working it number eight. Oh, 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 you got it yeah yeah <laughs> that moment of like yeah people kind of forget that they have to look down and i kind of i get kind of excited i thought you had a number eight yes it's a good start it's that's a very start. early uh good uh, off the mark very early good feeling about this all right number eight Oh, this is questions never come up before. How exciting. Uh, what's the time you've been the most scared? Oh, I can't say like dangerous times. I think it's more the emotional times where you're like, oh, what do I do with myself? I think, um, yeah, making big decisions. So if I, I know like it wasn't the most scared I was, but back in September, I went back into college. Mm. I kind of was hunting a master's and I'm doing it now. Um but I'd already done a master's and I dropped out and it'd been a massive disaster. And I kind of was sitting there one of the days thinking like, what if this is another disaster? What if you, what if you drop out of a second master's? Like Ross getting married and friends. Yeah. What if you're that guy who gets three divorces? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was scary. It turned out to be like one of the best things I've done because it's introduced me to a whole new kind of special set of skills that I didn't have before. And, uh, and like new Neeson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, in impressions. No, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. in, it's in radio and TV broadcast production. So almost this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, brilliant. And it's kind of given me a few avenues. Um, so it kind of turned into a positive thing. Actually, I got decked, though, two weeks ago. I punched on the end of Dane Street, and that was terrifying because I thought I was going to die. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know I tell you about this? I, I was leaving the spar. Um, I knew you got punched. I didn't know. I don't know anything else. I had three fractures in my skull. That's why my head is still kind of lumpy on this side because they had to do surgery. And um, oh. I part of me thought I was going to die because it was the most, most painful thing I've ever felt in my life. Um, oh that my was God. scary. And that guy was, that guy was drugged up on something. He was crazy, yeah. So yeah, that was that was terrifying. Can I ask you about it? Are you okay to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's not like a weird Freudian thing. Um, yeah, he just was. Uh, he was like stealing bananas at a spar and then lobbing them at the poor non-national security guard working at one o'clock in the morning on a oh Monday. God. And as I brushed past him leaving the spar, I was like, "Would you ever cop on?" Yeah. And instantly, and this is how I knew he wasn't just drunk. Like instantly, he just latched onto me. He just focused on me and followed me a hundred meters out of the shop. Um, I turned around to him at one point. I was like, "Okay, look, you've made your point. I'm terrified." You don't need to hit me. I'm just going to go home. And I went to shake his hand. And I shook his hand. And the second I took my hand away from his, and I looked at my friend to say, here, let's hop in a taxi. Just wham. And I remember like being sort of down on my knees for a few moments afterwards and then standing up and seeing him hit my friend and run away. And um, he, my friend had stitches in his eyebrow. I had the three fractures. And our third friend had a, had a lump in his head. So he got away lightly. Um, but yeah, it's terrifying. Really, really Whoa. scary. There's some crazy people out there. Really, really crazy people. That's just mad. Yeah, it was strange. It was strange. But... Uh, did they find them? Do you know? We have to actually go in today to give a statement about it because the guy who had stitches in his eyebrow 
um, is from Wexford and he went back the next day to Wexford mm. and he's not been up since and apparently you have to kind of make these complaints in person so yeah. we'll do that today yeah <sighs> now we won't catch him but you know it, it, yeah. it's what makes you want to arm yourself yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, if like you were an archer, yeah. you could have fucking yeah, exactly. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Get my get my crossbow next next yeah, time I'm down. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry that happened. Man. Nah, it's alright. That's all. Right. You look yeah. great now. You're very nah, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> alright, Okay, number number thirteen. Damn. Unlucky in bingo. I've thirty-one. All right. <laughs> well, we could. Yeah, I was actually for a minute. I was kind of confused. Was it the wrong way around? But it's definitely okay. It's yeah. definitely right. All right. Number thirteen. Uh, what are you? Oh no, this hasn't come up either. This is exciting. What are your thoughts on 2016? Um, I had a lot of positives in 2016. Right. I had a couple of negatives, like a few weird things. Um, but all in all, 2016 was the year that I kind of consciously said to myself, you're going to sort your stuff out. You're going to, you know, start making better choices. Stop living like a post-college student, you know, blissfully wandering around the place. Because I'd been out of my my undergrad for a couple of years. I tried my hand down in Limerick doing my master's. Mm-hmm. And so 2016 is kind of when I went, okay, look, you got to leave that behind and do different stuff and so i did and uh yeah i was sad with all the celebrities dying and stuff but yeah um, and the kind of u.s election the brexit stuff like that but i think all in all it turned out to be for me a really positive year so uh at parties and things and people are like oh, 2016 i'm the odd guy who's like well actually yeah it was a very fulfilling time for me yeah i know yeah. i know yeah it's um it's uh like what kind of way do you feel like you got your like shit together I think there was a few things during the year that made me kind of realize that I, I turned 25 at the start of the year, like I'm 26 now, mm-hmm. um, but I turned 25 at the start of the year and I kind of looked at the next five years and said, you know, you really, you'd l- want to start buckling down if you want to achieve things and kind of get where you want to go and mm-hmm. do all the stuff that you, you've talked about for years. So, you know, I mean, I, I gave up smoking, gave up smoking weed. That was a big thing because um, that was always the go-to thing for me and my friends. Right. They still all do it, but I kind of just stopped doing it because I... Well, I enjoyed it, just wastes so much time. Yeah, yeah. Got back into a course I wanted to get into. Um, with giving up smoking and stuff, I started playing football again. So mm-hmm. I'm on a football team. Um, Are you playing like competitive football? Uh, it's a small league out near UCD, yeah. Nice. But I mean, it's you know, it's something that I gave up football when I was sort of 16. And yeah. like nearly 10 years later, I came back to it because I missed it. And I'd kind of replaced it with lots of stuff like drinking and smoking and stuff. And yeah. uh that wasn't satisfying me anymore and I don't think I thank myself in another 10 years when I hadn't got back into sport and I was I'd be heavy and have really crappy lungs and things like that yeah so loads of positives yeah um, facts of course kind of ballooned up towards the start of last year yeah um, which of course I know you from and I've been in facts for two years now and it's been obviously it's nice to get the attention I think if you're a performer you do yeah. kind of secretly want people to know who you are sure but there's also the element of being part of something that's I think it's the second biggest YouTube channel in the country behind Jacksepticeye. We're not going to catch him. We know we're not going to catch him. But at the Who's same, that guy? who Jacksepticeye? He's from Leash. He's oh a God, he me. plays video games and he screams while he's playing them. He's, oh. He is funny. Like he is funny. But we're not going to. He's like he's the the behemoth of YouTube in Ireland. Um, but it's been nice to be part of something that's kind of gradually getting yeah really recognised and big. Yeah. That's another positive for 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, happy days. Happy right. days. Let's do it. Happy year. Yeah. Happy year. Um, number fifty-seven. Ah, yes. What an odd number. Yeah, it is a bizarre number. I say that and I'll probably die at the age of 57 now because I've jinxed myself. Well, speaking of jinxes, are you superstitious? Am I superstitious? I think a lot of actors have... You're an actor as well, aren't you? I think uh, stage actors in particular, um, which is where I have my background, um, you had the superstitions before going on stage. You kind of... You you have routines and you check yourselves. And I kind of adhere to those... Turns of superstitions, not so much anymore. Yeah. You know, very lapsed in that sense. Yeah. Like most people, I think, you know, you kind of grew up with these beliefs and then 
you get to a point where you're like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. In terms of stage, yeah. Okay. A few superstitions. Yeah. No ladders. No no yeah. walking under the ladder. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. So that wouldn't be Macbeth. one. Macbeth. You've got to be careful with that. Can't say Macbeth. Can't. Ah, uh, oh, there's a few of them. There's crazy ones. Hold on. I'm having a blank in them now. Uh, there you can't, you're not meant to have real flowers on stage ever? That's the one. You're not meant to show. It's kind of like a bridal thing. You're not meant to show your costume to anyone before you go on stage you can only the, the cast and crew can yeah. see you so you can't leave the the theater and stuff uh, yeah i think but every play i've done you kind of depending on how you go into the, say the, the tech mm. run mm. or the dress rehearsal i tend to like pick up something so like back in the day and uh, maybe if i was playing a really hard character i was in howie the rookie once by marco Rowe. yeah like another play yeah and I was playing the heart of the two, this guy Howie, and I just I'd smoke two cigarettes before I'd go on stage. And w- even though I said earlier I'd, I'd given up smoking, I never really bought cigarettes actively. Mm. Um, but I'd, I learned how to roll for that because it just felt like it made sense. And yeah, yeah, little habits like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not become superstitions, but definitely habits. Yeah, yeah. don't have any pre-football habits. Little superstitions. Not really. Just no. not. Don't 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 mess up. Don't show up hungover. I showed up drunk about uh, two and a half months ago. I'd been at a I think it was at the fa- I might have been at the Facts Christmas party. Oh yeah. And I had a football match the next day and I showed up and I was still drunk and in the first two minutes of going onto the pitch I'd given away a penalty and tore my knee up in the same tackle. Oh jeez. I came out the worst in many senses, yeah. Oh my god. So I kinda check myself to be sober before I go on pitch. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. That's the least you can do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, number twenty three. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Yeah. You're doing well. You've got two. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm yeah, happy. It's great. Uh, okay, number twenty-three. Um, oh, this is this is all. It's all. It's all. It's all tying in. Did you get cast in parts in your school plays? Yeah, I mean, I was the actor in school. Right. Um, I was really, really attentive and needy when I was about four, and my parents <laughs> didn't know how to cope, so they threw me into um, speech and drama classes. Right. And it kind of all ballooned out from there, and still. My go-to thing would be acting and performing. Like when I dropped out of my masters, the first thing I said is, "Okay, I'll spend a year being an actor." Yeah, um, and I had a great time doing that. I got to tour America with the play recently. Um, but in school, I was the actor, and if there was um, you know, a musical coming up, it'd be me who kind of knew the stagecrafts and where to stand and how to project. Yeah, and like another sort of twelve lads who'd never acted before in their life. Yes. Yeah would go on stage with their fly down and their finger poking out just to just to make the audience laugh, <laughs> that kind of thing, in the middle of Guys and Dolls. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I was the, I was the actor. Yeah, what was your first, like, what did you, like, have a nativity Oh, we thing? definitely did. The King's Breakfast, that was my first one. It's, I don't know, it seems to be one they do in schools lots, so they did anyway, but it's about this cranky little king who, um, like, wants, I think he wants marmalade for breakfast, so he calls his butler, and he's like, butler, go and get that marmalade. And this right. all rhymes, and I can't remember, I can't remember my lines, it's 20 two years ago now it all rhymes and you can't remember your lines that was yeah that mm. was intentional but mm. uh, the butler goes and gets the milkmaid the milkmaid goes and gets the shepherd the shepherd goes and everyone just tells the other person to go and find this marmalade and yeah that was it and apparently i was on, i'm on stage the whole time and apparently i kept taking off my crown and like wiggling it and stuff like that <laughs> hugely add when i was a child yeah things R- have kind of taken a more relaxing turn but uh I craved it. I craved the limelight even yeah. from an early age. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Like, I, I was, uh, I didn't get cast in anything. Really? That's kind of crap. But yeah. you're an actor, aren't you? I'm an actor now, yeah. yeah. But I, well, I get, like, not till I was like 17. I didn't really do anything until I was like 17. Mm. And then we did a musical in, in, in TY. Oh, yeah. And um, that's how a lot of people started. It, it is, yeah. 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 Especially lads, because, like, I think I always probably. Well, I never did like speech and drama, but I think I probably always would have liked it. But I was real sporty like that. I yeah. think I, I probably was like I was 
kind of like easily influenced, I guess. Is not easily influenced. I just wouldn't have been that headstrong. I wouldn't have been that like confident. So I was kind of like, oh no, that's like stupid. Yeah, 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 Like a little bit. Your like accent that. was different back then. Uh, yeah, it? <laughs> it was really different. Yeah, it was like from Northmead. <laughs> Theaters for girls, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everyone had that. But mm. I, it's such a shame because so many of the guys in my school who like half jokingly for like the Tala lads they're brilliant mm. they're like oh, I might go on audition yeah we'll see yeah I might do a bit of guys and dolls and in the back of my head I was like but you'd be brilliant like you're so funny and that you're also attention seeking like you'd be so good on stage yes you know so few of them like they could a lot of them could have been amazing performers but they just don't see it as something they would do which yeah. is a shame which the stage is lost you know? yeah they it's it's weird like um it's weird like in in two we did that like the lads then just got real behind it and got like so into it yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what i mean and then like uh i can't remember, like then they just start like taking like the backstage stuff even so seriously even if they wouldn't go on stage yeah it was just uh yeah it's kind of cool yeah it's nice yeah anyway, happy days miss yeah. miss those old days yeah they're great yeah yeah should like get like yeah get the get the gang back together for like a <laughs> a rent revival of like 2010. That was our show. Do you know Rent? I know Rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you did that in Ty. It was pretty cool. That's, our, like that's a weird one to do in Ty. Yeah, it was like guys and all separate. We did the old ones, the classics. Yeah, we yeah. we couldn't do Greece because it had um a pregnancy in it. and We were a Catholic school. Really? Cool. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, and and so Rent has like uh, like um, AIDS, uh, mm-hmm. gay people, uh, sex, drugs. Rock and roll is yeah, yeah, everybody has AIDS. Yeah. I don't know the music yet, but I know the, I know the music. Yeah. yeah. And this year they're doing Avenue Q. Do you know that one? Uh, yeah, that's with, amazing. With, with the, the puppets. puppets. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing like the normal version of that, like with like the songs like The Internet is for Porn and stuff like that. And this is in your school. These are like 16 year olds. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's class. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah nice. So, so yeah. Right, okay. Uh, okay, number th- thir- oh, 50. Sorry. Number 50. Okay. And uh, number 50. What is number 50? Number 50. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, I don't know. That's a really tough one. Yeah, I think I've probably yet to receive the words of wisdom that are going to define me, mm. I think. Um, let me think. Now, my mother has like a great nugget of wisdom. It's kind of an, an analogy. I don't know if it actually happened, but she always did to talk about how, you know, her father would um, come in from work and he'd be starving and he'd look out the, the window and he'd see his wife, my grandmother, walking down the street from the shops with the bags of groceries and like 10 minutes later she still wouldn't be in the door and he'd look out and she'd be up yapping to you know the old lady who lived at the end of the road yeah 10 minutes later still no sign of her and he'd look out and she'd be talking to the next neighbor down another old fella who has no one to talk to you know and 10 minutes later she'd still be making her way talking to all the neighbors and she'd get in the door eventually and obviously my grandfather would be rigid he'd be like oh come on i'm starving will you make the dinner yeah you know why you always talking to these people i'm so hungry and um her response was always you know you might be the last person they speak to today um so maybe make it worth their while wow. something like that. it's nice yeah i don't know i think yeah it kind of makes me a compassionate to others who maybe old people in particular but i mean anyone who you kind of you don't know what they're going through or what their situation is it's yeah. always nice to make time for them absolutely decent yeah i think it's probably words to live by yeah r- absolutely is that your mom said that my mom yeah my mother always said that's what my grandmother would say yeah. to her husband her father and uh, yeah. i don't know if that's her taking like a kind of a familiar spin on some sort of biblical thing yeah but i think a lot of the stuff not to get really christian a lot of those like christianity things the bible teaches like they're very applicable to everything yes so even if it is a christian thing it's yeah it's a really nice piece of advice my mother's quite religious you know is she yeah yeah Yeah. do you have any do you like um do you consider yourself religious not really i think uh, like i said there's a lot of words to live by in yeah in christianity a lot of the kind of basic stuff is what you'd expect a god to want people to follow um so you can follow that i think without needing to commit yourself to at church, you know, without needing to sign up or even attend on a Sunday morning. You can yes. just stay in bed and y- still be a good person. Yeah, yeah. 
play yeah, play football. <laughs> yeah, play, play, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play yeah. drunken football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, number 42. Okay, number 43. 43. All, right. all right, we won't panic just yet. Okay, I, think, I think we're all right. Uh, if you had to go back in time, Ooh. would you go back to 12 years... Uh, would you go back to 12 years old to 15 years old or 15 years old to 18 years old? Oh, that's an interesting one. Mm. That's an interesting one because I can think of a lot of things that at 12, I like. I panicked about. And, like, you know... I, I mean, there was a girl who, like, I really, really fancied when I was 12 and... At one point, I had the opportunity to kiss her, and I bottled it. And no. um, I didn't kiss a girl until I think I was like fourteen or fifteen. Then, yeah. So if I changed that, maybe I would have been a bit more confident and a li- little bit less la- anxious as a teenager. But then again, everyone's anxious as a teenager. Yeah. How did you bottle it? What happened? I don't know. I think it was like we we um were part of like a summer project thing in my local school, and we would go down do trips to Rosslare and what's the other one in Wexford? Court Town, is it? It's I like a little know. seaside town. Okay. And it was nice, yeah, but me and her were, like, spent most of the day walking around yapping and joking. And mm. it was when I was 12, that was a very new thing, because the only time I'd ever been able to, like, walk around and ch- chat with someone was with a guy, do you know? Yeah. And suddenly I had a girl who I wasn't scared of. And definitely there was a couple of times where, like, I could have gone in for it, but I'd never kissed anyone before. I was terrified. Yeah. I was also 12, you know? And, yeah, um scary. Had I done it, though, I would have been able to, like, confidently tell everyone and... um be the big man for a little while. Yeah. Actually, maybe it would have gone to my head, so I mean, maybe it's for the best. I'll say, though, 12 to 15. You okay. Know, I'd like to go back there and change a few things. Make yeah. A few, make a few more adult decisions. Do you, do you, yeah, just live <laughs> your life like a... Buy like property. A, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do you still know that girl, the, the 12-year-old girl? Ah, we're friends on Facebook, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. How many listeners do you get on the podcast? Uh, it haven't come out yet. Oh, okay, cool. It's thousands, uh, billions. Oh, millions, yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anna, Anna, in, Anna in London, if you're, if you're listening. Anna in London. Yeah. Great. <laughs> maybe maybe it could still happen maybe yeah would you still. would you still kiss her is she like a pretty lady ah she's very pretty yeah ah yeah she's fun like it's I said I'm not a looks person I'm a personality person yeah, yeah. she's uh, True. she's class yeah good it's weird how like uh, kids like uh, sorry this oh god is this gonna sound awful it's weird how um uh, <laughs> how would you talk about kids looks without sounding weird uh, it's weird stop recording yeah, <laughs> yeah. no it's weird having like when even like yourself like I looked so I'm gonna just put it back on myself so oh. I don't sound like a pedophile uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's weird like how you grow up and other people grow up like I looked so different as a kid yeah so different i'm not really like recognizable at all i actually look like a different person what was different about you like i was really heavy like really really, really oh heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like i mean that's like common enough like that's obvious but even just like even as a baby i had like snow white hair like proper like really like an albino snow white hair. yeah yeah like proper white like a german like a, like a german <laughs> no wait no i can't say that yeah yeah well i said it <laughs> anyway oh well oh well uh okay let's do it yeah. number nine we had that number eight. So. We're just yeah, we're circulating all the numbers I have. We're getting yeah. close. Yeah, next okay. one I feel. Okay. Who is the most famous person that you've ever seen in person? Um, there's been a few, but I think uh, I live with Ryan Cullen, so <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Oh, um, no, I well, we live together until Wednesday, um, but oh, yeah. getting kicked out. But um, I am a massive fan of this American singer songwriter called Justin Vernon, and okay. his stage name is Bonnie Vare, and. Um, Huge, huge, huge kind of like folk artist at the moment. And he was at his kind of big peak back in 2012. And this guy is like, for a folk artist, you know, he's admired by all the different genres. Kanye West is mad about him. Yeah. And they've worked together a few times. I met him after his concert in 2012, which was in the O2, which is now the Three Arena. Mm-hmm. And we went off to the hotel. Um, I think it's just called the O2 Hotel or whatever, just beside 
the, the venue and yeah. a few friends of mine and we were drinking there and the whole contingent from the band walked in and uh, Bonnie Bear was there, Justin Vernon, and he was stoned out of his tree. It was brilliant. Whoa. And, you know, because they had a, he had a nine-piece band behind him and I was there with a lot of musicians, they all kind of broke off and began to talk to his band and they were talking to, like, his saxophone player or his keyboard player or his drummers. He has two of them. And it was just me and this guy who I was insanely fond of, you know, one of my favourite musicians. And I was standing there awkwardly, not starstruck, just trying to think of something to say to this, like, this really amazing person. And all I could think to say was, like, uh, so you... Y- you've worked at the Kanye West, haven't you? And he was like, um, yeah, that's right. He's, uh, I bet he's a bit of a dickhead, is he? <laughs> and Justin Vernon was like, um, no, he's a, he's great. <laughs> and, I was, and I went like, ah, oh, you're lying. And I wandered off and kind of collapsed in an embarrassed mess somewhere, like around oh, the corner. No. Yeah. And um, even the fact that you went for like, you went for, rather than talking about him, you went for his like, just random celebrity. Like it was such a low hanging fruit. I didn't want to be like, why did you write, that song about your ex you know I didn't want to be that because he probably answers that question all the time do you know I wanted to be like a bit funny and a bit cute about it yeah um, his friends. and then we stole his <laughs> cigarettes I didn't steal his cigarettes <laughs> but he had this like cool packet of like um, um, American Striker Lucky Striker one of those Yeah. and a friend of mine who's a smoker grabbed the box as we were all leaving and uh, we all felt terrible after because he was such a nice guy. Yeah, but that was yeah, that was that was a cool time. That Did was. you go there wanting to meet him, or was it just like I will go for a drink close to the venue? So I think one of the people who was kind of more into the band than me had said, "Oh, I got this tip that they're going to go there afterwards," mm. and we couldn't believe it. Like when the the whole band just wandered in. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to see Bonnie Bear again at Forbidden Fruit. Oh, cool. Um, so I'll try and meet him again afterwards and be like, "Do you remember that time? <laughs> ah, come on, you do. Yeah, you know, that kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. Is he good live? Yeah, he's class. Okay. He's amazing. If you don't know him, listen to Bonnie Vare. What if we had one Bonnie Vare song to recommend to someone who doesn't really know Bonnie Vare? Oh, I'd say a song called Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very yeah. synthy and heavy and kind of 80s, but it feels like you're also drowning in a nice way. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's very visceral like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Drowning in a nice way. I like that. Okay. Number 29. God damn it. We're like two away every yeah, single time. Oh, wait. Is that just not how? No, it's not. Yeah, uh, number 29. What is your definition of success for yourself? Uh, it starts from within, doesn't it? You know, um, I think having a plan and sticking to the plan and building towards it is nice. Um, like I, a couple of years ago, if I I kind of looked at what was going to happen with, say, facts, and facts is a beautiful thing because, yeah, you get to be in these videos that everyone sees, but people get in touch all the time and they say like we love your stuff we think you're really funny um i've made i guess you can go on friends people who you kind of get to know online uh through facts if i had known a couple of years before that you'd be part of like vi- videos that get seen by millions of people i'd be like oh that's a success do you know now that kind of i'm in the middle of that like everyone else like all the comedians and actors who mm. were also on the channel once you had that you kind of start to chase other things so um um doing the course i'm doing i wanted to get more into presenting i think that's what i'm settling on now and just before Christmas, a radio station called FRQ, which is owned by 98FM, offered me um, some slots to do like paid presenting work with them. And that was a huge thing for me. But wow. unfortunately, they cut across my hours that I'm studying. And so they said, come back to us in summer and we'll try to get you in. Hey, that's pretty that's, good. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's me succeeding, I think, because it's something that you, uh, you know, once you build towards something. Yeah. I think you, you shouldn't look at success as something you incidentally get. Yeah. If you network and you practice and you build towards something and then you can achieve it. Yeah. I think that's success. Yeah. Um, but it has to, I think, for you to be truly successful, I think it kind of has to make you happy within. Yeah. I don't know if that's just me. That's a really s- kind of vapid thing to say, but yeah. 
No, 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 absolutely. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And vapid is a great word. Yeah, uh, yeah. I read, lo- I read a lot of uh, dictionaries before I came here. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- d- no, absolutely. It, it totally does because, like, you can, um, yeah, you can. We, I was talking about that with a with a friend last night, uh, another actor friend, and he was kind of just like, he was just, you know, you can have these like, there's these like institutions or things that you want, like you think you want but at the end of the day it's like he was like i don't want to put all my weight in that because that place is actually just an idea and you know and that like to work in that theater it depends on what the work is yeah and i mean i like i want to be an actor for years and years and years and it took a year to do it and i think i within the year i'd felt satisfied that i had achieved what i wanted to do through acting which wasn't much it was just being a commercial of sorts and tour yeah and i got to do both those things in the year and once those are done, I kind of just looked at acting and I said, that's for now is, I think I've succeeded there and I'm going to put that outside. Yeah. Maybe come back to it in the future. Um, yeah. But it's not like, I don't know anymore if I want to just chase down mad levels of fame that kind of, you know, change who I am as a person, I suppose. I always used to want it when you're young. I yeah. think a lot of performers are like that, but then you kind of hit a point where you realize you've worked to achieve everything you wanted to and it didn't have to come at the cost of you know, massive selling out and, and being yeah. s- hugely famous, and which I'm sure is class, I'm sure is amazing, but also at the same time, probably not for everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah, we were talking about that with uh, Ruth Negga, who had her Oscar nomination, like, incredible. And obviously she would have been, like, you know, uh, relatively famous, but, like, her life's just changed forever. Now. Yeah, she ma- apparently, I was reading about her, apparently she's really private, really yeah. private. And uh, I think for a lot of people, if you're going to be that level of performer, if you're going to be that good at acting that people seek yeah. you out to be in Oscar-nominated stuff, mm-hmm. um, some people, yeah, will flaunt their lives, but I think uh, some people probably, maybe Irish people, just because we are kind of a quiet people, I guess, would probably want to counteract it with a lot of privacy yes. and a very limited amount of exposure to media, magazines, people who don't really care about you. Yeah, you know, which is fair. I yeah, think that's I think probably so. the way to go with it, yeah. Mm. All right, cool, let's do it. Roll on. What time is it, Tash? How, how are we doing time-wise? 27 Whoa. minutes left. All right. Okay. Uh, and we pulled out number 37. No. Okay. Uh, gone well. All right. Here we go. Number 37. When was the last time you fell over? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Uh, two weeks ago when I got hit. <laughs> yeah. I fell over. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you like, um, did I you actually hit the deck? I don't. It's so funny because he hit me and I remember then like standing back up from like a crouched position. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I actually like fell on my back. I think I just kind of wobbled and the inertia, the, the kind of lack of equilibrium yeah. caused me to fall over. That counts though, I think. Um, yeah. When I had a shower the next day when I knew I was properly in trouble, um, the weight of the water nearly caused me to fall over because my balance was so bad. The water hitting the back of the head nearly made me like tumble down the side of the shower. So that was pretty scary. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So did you go to hospital that night? No, I didn't. Oh, well, that night I did. Sorry, what happened was is that was a Monday night. Yeah. My friend who got the stitches went off immediately to James's hospital. And like a fool, I tried to walk it off. Basically, I I went home to, to my house and just fell asleep. And I woke up the next day thinking I'd be better, but I was no better. Yeah. And like hours later on Tuesday evening, I went to Tala Hospital. They sent me to another hospital. They sent me to another hospital. And then eventually... On Friday, I ended up back in James's hospital, right beside where I live, where I should have gone with my friend on the Monday night. Um, and they're like, yeah, you need surgery. <laughs> you, Why have you been walking around these different hospitals during the week? So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Lesson learned. Whoa, how did it take that long for them to diagnose? That um, they knew I had a fracture <coughs> by Wednesday. They took some x-rays, but they didn't. I, that was in Tala. Yeah. They said, you, you might need surgery. Probably not, though. These things tend to heal. By yeah. the time I got to James's for like a regular consultation, I just went in just to see how it was. They went, uh, yeah, listen, you're um, 
you're gonna need surgery do you have your stuff with you and i was like i have my phone charger and they just kept me in for two days and did surgery when the chance came up and kicked me out wow yeah yeah this one i kind of just want to talk about that i know yeah i know it's just so like mad it was strange my face was ridiculous i I had a couple of fact shoots that week that i had to cancel because i just i was like listen um i got attacked there last night and i don't think i should be on camera and they're like do you have a black eye and i was like yeah of sorts like my face was like like the elephant man basically and they're like no it's fine if you want me on camera with the black guy and i think i sent one of the facts people a, a picture and they're like take a week take a week or two heal up for a while and then come back to us yeah. whoa so i'll try and get in this week yeah yeah, yeah. jesus all right number <coughs> number 14 ah no okay all right number 14. We'll do like rapid fire with these questions okay right? yeah how do you feel about the word millennial um offensive and restricting i think it's a bit like hipster they can yeah. be lots of different things and lots of different people, and I don't like labels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get it a lot in facts as well. If you millennials, say, yeah, if yeah, you millennials. say something that you they, people don't like, libtards, millennials, hipsters. Yeah, um, yeah. There's loads of them. Don't, don't pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Never right. read the comments. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go with you. If you want to go fast, yeah, yeah, we'll go yeah. fast. All right. Unless a good, like a really M- meaty question. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Skip by all my shit questions. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, number <Yes>. seventeen. <laughs> Damn it. No. Okay. Who and how was your first kiss? Um. It was a uh, my best friend when I was I think either fourteen or fifteen, um, was dating a girl from Wicklow and she had a twin sister and Very just exotic. because it was convenient, me and her started going out. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, we were all like at the time we we're like, oh, imagine if you know I got married to her and you got married to her because then we'd be brothers-in-law and that <laughs> kind of stuff. And uh, inevitably, none of us see each other anymore. No, I don't even think the twin sisters hang out with each other. <laughs> but yeah, it was just at some house party with her. Yeah. yeah. Nice. How old are you? I uh, fourteen and fifteen. Yeah. So automatically, I told everyone afterwards. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. done. You know. Yeah. Oh, you rang. I remember ringing my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, apparently, yeah. Uh, I don't remember this, but, but my friend swear by. I, I think it probably did happen. Sam, sorry. I know you want to go fast. No, no, don't worry. It's yeah. worth that. Uh, it's worth the detour. So uh, I my uh, my first kiss and I texted <laughs> all my friends like about like ten of them, uh, but it was before the time of group chats. Oh yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you know individual messages to all my friends and then uh, I think. I think uh, no, it was just before we read the case. I think I, I texted the meat is the meat is on. D- delete this once read or something like that. Like so, it's like we'd arrange to, to <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd arrange to. Remember when did you still have that? Uh, like we didn't like say shift or kiss or anything. It was you said meat, meat. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The yeah, meat yeah, is on. Of course, yeah, yeah. Delete this when read or something or like delete this before your mom sees or something along those lines there's loads of levels I thought you were saying meat as in like the meat's cooking that kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great yeah the meat's on the oven's warm that kind of thing <laughs> yeah 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 and your friends are like what she's the she's got a bun in the oven like oh no sorry she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't. Um, Tom wants us to cook something <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really hungry alright okay uh, ooh gosh that kind of went flying out number 34 Ah, oh, 43. Come on. Okay, number 34. Number do 34. Uh, how do you feel about your hometown? Where are you from? Temple Oak. It's fine. The nice thing about Temple Oak, though, is it's nestled between um, Terenor, which is a very posh place on yeah. the south side, and Tala, which is a really like rough place traditionally on the south side. And so Temple Oak is in between, kind of like the purgatory of South Dublin. <laughs> it's not very nice, but it's not very crap. Yeah. It's um, just very plain and it'll do that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, because I went to school with a lot of people from terenure who didn't get into terenure college and a lot of people from tala who didn't want to go to the tala community school right they went to Templeo college which was a really nice non-fee paying school yeah i ended up with the weirdest accent for a while in right. the proper like let's start at the shops and get some lasagna you know it was just <laughs> bits of both thrown in together yeah and every now and then that still kind of pops up i'll say like a strange mix mishmash of 
posh and kind of scummy Dublin things together. Yeah. You know, and it's a real, I don't know, that's kind of a slightly Temple Oak thing. You have a very nice neutral accent. Years of practice. Yeah. Years of practice. If you want to be a performer, I think, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think if I want to be on the radio and TV presenting, I kind of learned a while ago to start flattening down the accent. Yeah. When I'm drunk, though, when it comes out. When I'm drunk, Does it? Comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. The L triangle, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't sing that with a, with a dirty Dublin accent. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Number 51. No. You, you didn't have anything in the 50s, did you? No. You stopped at 43. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're getting closer. Yeah. Getting closer. All right. Number 51. What is the last thing that you did for the first time? Ooh. This one stumped This people. is a podcast that I've not done. I've not done a podcast before, I don't think. That's funny. That's what, uh, that was Davy's answer. You've never done a podcast? Uh, did you first podcast? No, I don't think so. I've been invited to do a few in the yeah. last little while because Twitter seems to be gone kind of well. Um, yeah. So a couple of people have been like, come in, we'll get you in for a podcast. So I have yourself and one or two others, um, you know, coming in. Um, so yeah, I guess doing a podcast, the first, the first of many, hopefully. Yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. You're very good at them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that you can be good at a podcast. I don't know, you're good at talking. Yeah, geez, I'll talk all day. <laughs> you, know? uh, you don't have it either because it's number 54. God damn it. <laughs> number 54. Do you have any nicknames? Jelly. Jelly. Jelly was given to me by, because it's John Kelly, so yeah. it turns into Jelly. Jelly was given to me by my, uh, my old, old girlfriend. So the girlfriend I was dating when I was in college, when I was about 20. Right. And she started calling me Jelly. And I liked that, and now it's kind of like my Twitter handle. Yeah. She's like Jelly the Kelly. At me. Um, yeah, but uh, when she broke up with me back in college, yeah, I am... Um, Turn to jelly. Yeah, that's who. That's who. Um, but people stopped calling me that name because they're oh. like, "Gosh, if we call him that, he'll get upset." Because that's what she used to call him. <laughs> and I really, really wanted people to still call me Jelly because otherwise it's just John. Yeah, you know, which isn't very like. Yeah, John. Yeah. Yeah. So jelly. Jelly. Yeah, yeah jelly's good. Jelly's nice. nice. I'll call you Jelly for the rest Thank of you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, number seven. I thought you had number seven. No, I got twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay, number seven. Who is the funniest person you know? Oh, God. Um, Ryan Cullen would be up there. Yeah. Ryan Cullen would definitely be up there. Um, I know a few funny people, but like earlier on, as I was saying, a lot of them are just, you know, regular Joes who don't perform and maybe don't put their, their kind of their, their talents to use. I have a yeah. lot of friends who I like, I, they'd work in behind the bar saying they're always charming the pants off American tourists. And I say to them, you know, you should really try stand-up comedy. And they'd be very of the opinion, no, that's not for me or whatever. Yeah. But um, because he is desperately funny and living with him, I kind of saw lots of many sides of this. Ryan yes. Cullen. Yes. Who, if you don't know who he is, check him out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's on. He'll probably come out just before you. Maybe. The yeah, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Ryan Cullen. Yeah. Great. All right. Uh, okay. Number 53. No. No, it's all those 50s, Damn man. 50s. Where are they coming from? Number 53. Uh, what is your uh, opinion of Tinder? Yeah, it's grand, yeah. I think um, I've been on it for a while now. Are you on it at the moment? Yeah, nothing really come of it. Um, yeah. I've had like one or two little dates, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think I'm a kind of a relationship person. Yeah. I think hopefully by summer, I'll kind of be in the mode where I'll, I'll want a girlfriend again. Yeah. Or like hopefully I'll just, I, you can't just meet them, but hopefully I'll meet a girl who um, I kind of I click with and uh, I won't have Tinder anymore. Tinder doesn't seem to be great for that. Yeah. So I think you can't really beat meeting somebody that first impression, you know, like you meet somebody you really like and you get this nice first impression of them that yeah. th- this person is kind of different and maybe it doesn't quite work the same when you actively go looking for that person and you make your decision on like a picture that they've really primed and filtered know, and whatever. I know. So I don't know, yeah, it's got its highs, it's got its lows. Yeah. Because it's um, pros and cons. Can I ask the most intimate question of all time? What's your Tinder bio? Um, It just says like I like uh, theatre, I like football, I like uh, comedy. 
I think that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole heap going on. Yeah, no, that's right. The reason I was asking was because I was talking about this with someone, and like, you know the way I was saying. I think what could have been Davy. I was saying about how, like, I was on Tinder for a while too, mm. and I uh, didn't. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I, I didn't. I just found it tough. I didn't really, didn't really do it for yeah. me. And, um, on Tinder, is he? Uh, I don't know. Huh. I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, he definitely has been. Um, and anyway, we were saying how we. Uh, it, like it, some of the things that girls have is like, like, like the bio can sometimes be the most unattractive part of something. When you like, th- there was um no tall, no, and it was no short lads, that kind like of that. stuff. No yeah, short yeah, lads yeah. are like, uh, like I'll make you sandwiches while you play FIFA. Like I, like it's, you see stuff like that, and I, and I was like, I don't know if you've seen that. Like I've seen it's that. Kind of, I don't know. That's kind of funny. I think. I don't know. I, I, I didn't. Fe- I could be totally wrong. Yeah. My just me just sitting at home. That's the problem. You're just sitting at home like swiping on this. Mm. Like a kind of accidental high horse, but anyway, we were talking about that, and I was like, "But I can only imagine if, like, sometimes, like, you kind of get turned off by like someone's bio. Imagine what that's like for girls. Like, imagine I can just imagine some of the shit like the lads must say and mm. those things. Like, I'd love to know. <laughs> yeah, you can go and I don't know. You can't really see lads, can you? Unless you're chasing lads. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, it'd be nice that the girl was gonna play FIFA with me though. That'd be cool. Girls who play FIFA, yeah. Yeah. That, I have a special place in my heart for those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. <laughs> make a very... Like, you know, like, uh, when you're, like, house hunting, you can put, like, up these, like, filters. You just have, like, a, a Tinder filter. Yeah. That'd actually be kind of cool. Actually, now that you think about it. Ah, uh, but you can't look for the perfect partner. Even, the, like, the perfect person for you has stuff that, you know, you don't like. Yeah. That they, they, not that you don't like, but things that they do that you wouldn't necessarily look for. No, you're right. Yeah. you're right. Although, it is the age where, like, it's going more and more that way. Like, people are trying to choose, like, every... Like yeah. every part of everything, like you know, like as well build your own girlfriend. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, which would be bad. I agree. That yeah, would be bad. no, I wouldn't. But I can see the temptation of it. <laughs> anyway, okay. okay. Uh, how are we doing for time, Taz? We've got fifteen minutes. Oh god, fifteen minutes. Number fifty-six. We're mad about the fifties. I sick of the fifties. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think people's first impressions of you are? Everyone thinks I'm really like terse. Not terse. What's the word? Tense. Because I kind of have one of those resting bitch faces. Yeah. Um. I don't know, but I think I'm friendly enough, and I think uh, I'm definitely a person who you kind of have to get to know a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, I d- if people ask, like, I'll, there's nothing I won't talk about. Yeah. Um. And I've nothing that I kind of keep secret. But I think a lot of people think I'm a lot less kind of friendly and standoffish. I think it's how I actually stand. Literally, is I kind of you know would be kind of a back to the wall, arms folded person. Yeah. Which might be like an anxious thing or a comfort thing, but um. I've heard a couple of times that I come across initially as being really like sullen or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, most for the most part, yeah. People think I'm, you know, that nice. Yeah, sound. I think that was my. I actually think that was my probably c- quite close to my first impression of you as well. Yeah, because I had met you before at the fax thing. I remember being, oh yeah, because you know it's weird when you've like been in videos of people see, and you like kind of get to know people's personalities. Yeah, in but you've that. never met them. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to that guy, but I was. Uh, but I was like, um, I don't normally do that. He but seems uh, mad. Yeah, he seems like, <laughs> yeah, he seems yeah. crazy. And um, and now here we are. Yeah, happy to be like, here. Yes, like a month later. Life is crazy. Oh wow, we had a rogue ball there. It's a uh, number ten. Damn it! I just had to go digging for it. Oh, I found it. Okay, number ten. Number ten. Number ten. What was the last thing that you ate? Marmalade on toast. Nice. Which is funny because we were talking about marmalade earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I had a bit. Why are we having that? Oh, it's the play I did as a child. Yes, and I was just thinking about marmalade because you're talking about Temple Oak. I was about to say it sounds like the marmalade and toast of Dublin because it just sounded <laughs> real plain. <laughs> Class, yeah. That's Temple really Oak, weird. The marmalade and toast. Yeah, and I had a coffee as well. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. get some sushi later. 
Oh, sushi. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got any sushi. I'm, I need to do that. It's great. Yeah. Um, Kokoro, which is on William Street South or else just across the Haypenny Bridge. There's yeah. another one. Best place for sushi. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Taz, let's get on to Kokoro for a sponsor, please. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. This episode of Personality Bingo is brought to you by Raw Fish. Um, okay, number 33. <sighs> I want one more before we finish. It's 33. That's the year that Jesus died, isn't it? The, 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 the age, the age he died, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think it should be the year he died as well, if yeah, I don't know. Is that how the calendar works? I I don't even know how many years there's been. <laughs> I'm so stupid about was that. The, the question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your favorite word? Um, apricot. Apricot. I don't know. Yeah, it's just that's a weird assembly. Apricot marmalade. There is a weird theme in no, this. No, there isn't. There's no such thing as apricot. Oh, there is actually. There yeah. Yeah, isn't you're it? right. Um, no, but no, I, it's nothing to do with that. I just like how it sounds together. Apricot. Apricot. Like I don't know. It's just it's a weird assembly of letters. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know what I don't know what language it comes from, but uh. Yeah. I don't know. I was actually thinking about that like a, co- a few days ago. Yeah. Was that or smother. 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 Like smother sounds friendly, smother. but also really aggressive. Smother. You I can smother someone in love, but you can also smother them with like a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two different things. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving <Right>. on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Number 36. Ah. Okay. Number 36. Number 36. Who was your favorite teacher at school? Um, Fitzer. Or Did as we you? call him Skitzer. <laughs> no, he was our English teacher and he would make us come in on Saturdays. Like it was detention, but also studying Macbeth. Um, and he hoped that we'd be like the best English class there ever was. And we were really good. We all completely made um, a hames of our exams. And yeah, we had... Uh, I think I say, and he lost his job. <laughs> I think, but it was kind of like he was the top flight English teacher. Yeah. So all the brainiest English students got filtered into his class. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the big strengths. And then I ended up getting like a, a B3 in English, like not mm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, some people got Ds, you know, who were yeah. meant to get A's, that kind of stuff. We yeah. all really thought we were going to do well. And apparently then the year afterwards, he wasn't, he was like given the kind of lower English class. Oh, no. So we let him down. As yeah. his own fault, he pushed us too hard. Did he? Yeah, he didn't let us like be creative enough yes. in English. And I think with English, you need to be a bit creative. But he was great. Otherwise, he was a real machine. He was a proper... Um, you know, oh, captain, my captain. Guy yeah, it always seems to be the yeah. English teacher. Anyone who asks that question, it's always been the English teacher. Uh, well, it wasn't going to be my maths teacher. No. I, I hated maths. Really? Yeah, not a maths person. Yeah, not that I hated it, I just didn't get it. Yeah. I still don't. Yeah. Did you do honours or pass? Um, I dropped down to pass about two months before the, the exams. Do you regret it or? No, I would have failed honours. Would you? Um, I, and I got a B, I think, in pass. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, cool. You're not getting like flashbacks because all the numbers in this just like. Oh, yeah, yeah, that rattling sound. Oh, shit, I dropped the number. Suddenly entertain the people. <laughs> 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 um, number thirty-eight. Yeah, I'm num- sick of this. I'm gonna spin the next one, right? You can do the <laughs> next lap. Uh, number thirty-eight. Uh, how do you feel about the phrase "everything happens for a reason"? Don't believe it. No. Nope. Um, I think you make your own luck, and I think like there is for two. I think you can really come to terms with things. I know, like uh, five years ago, I had a horrible breakup that really defined who I am now. Mm. Something I probably should have gone to therapy for. Um, but then years later, I can see the positives for it. Yeah, and you're kind of left wondering: is it was it worth the stuff you went through at the time, and um, or was it something that could have been avoided, and you still would end up as a, a person you are now? Yeah, and so yeah, I think um, I don't believe that, but I think that you can take even those terrible situations, and if you're strong enough, push through them and find the positives, even if it takes time. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah nice, nice. Did you ever go to therapy? Have I ever gone to? Yeah, I've gone a few times. Yeah, I think just for different things. I think uh, I like that. I like that therapy stuff. I think, yeah, I think you need to be, people these days, we're more anxious, we have lots, lots more reasons to be anxious, there's more choice, and with that, uh, you know, so much more pitfalls, I think, um, yeah. being young isn't necessarily easy, because it's 
made out like it's going to be super easy yeah and then suddenly you've all these situations thrown at you that you know you don't know how to deal with your parents never had to deal with um and apparently for anyone who's like glued to their phone who listens to this there's a massive correlation between anxiety um and spending more than two hours on your phone on social media day <laughs> yeah. which is what everyone does absolutely huge big correlation so yeah i mean be open about it if you have kind of issues you should go and see someone about it and yeah you'll feel better i didn't at the time but yeah. i kind of have since and um yeah i think it t- turns you into a better person yeah absolutely yeah it's one of those things man if we weren't doing the thing that we do like career-wise i th- i would love 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 to get rid of that facebook i don't mind Twitter. I know, yeah it's yeah. facebook it just i don't know what it just makes my chest feel tight see i'm yeah i don't know i only got twitter a few i got well, i got twitter like years ago but i only started using it maybe four months ago yeah and it became like a kind of a competitive thing for me because i set myself a target mm. of getting sort of a thousand followers and i got that in about three weeks or something i, really? I was like oh class you know and then yeah. um i wanted like a tweet that got over 100 likes or whatever and i got that a few days ago and it's all great and stuff but it's just not something i kind of i find myself at times worrying about it yeah and being like oh now to get 2,000 followers yes thinking of like how long that's going to take and yeah you don't need it i think yeah. you know, it helps if you want to be a performer the only reason i got twitter was to kind of boost my own media presence if i want to work in entertainment and yeah. stuff okay we got five minutes all right, five minutes. All right, all right, all right. shut up john okay let's go oh shit i didn't do it all right number 12 no <laughs> it's just like I'm not answering <laughs> uh, if you had the opposite set of genitals for a day but you just looked up in fear <laughs> what would the first thing you would do what would be scream. the first thing you would do scream scream and <laughs> then have a good fiddle yeah <laughs> the correct answer cool. <laughs> okay um, number 40 no <laughs> Ooh, what are your thoughts on James Blunt uh, he's beautiful it's true <laughs> 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 this is not scripted. Uh, number thirty. Um, what is your most treasured relationship with someone over the age of sixty-five? Um, oh God, that's a real. You can't. All the grandparents are gone, I suppose. Are um, they? I don't really have one anymore. I got aunts and uncles. Aunts and uncles. Aunts and uncles. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah um, <laughs> number forty-four. Oh, damn it. Uh, number forty-four. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, my maths teacher. Second maths teachers. Yeah. Um, my maths teacher caught me with a note one day that had no relation to her, but she thought it had something to do with her. It was like, there's something we used to say in school, like, would you shift her or something like that? Yeah. And I was showing it to my friend and she thought it was about her. And she gave me a bollocking in class and my face was all red and stuff. Uh, no. uh, was, that was typical, like, 15-year-old. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Um, would there. you have shifted your maths not teacher? Not a chance. Oh, okay. Not a chance. <laughs> uh, number 43. Yes. Oh, is that your third? Yeah. Okay, number 43. What is their biggest downfall when it comes to being healthy? Um, Worrying about being healthy, I suppose. <laughs> I think I was in the gym for a while and I had to drop out because college was too busy. Um, But I, again, started to set myself targets that yeah. I probably couldn't couldn't have achieved. And even if you began to achieve them, you'd probably want to keep fueling it. Yeah. Um, But no, oh no, it's way too important to be healthy. Yeah. Way too important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're a very goal-oriented person. Ah, it kind of comes with the age, right? I kind of fear being 30 and, like, having done nothing with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you're doing all right. I'm okay. Oh, God. <laughs> two minutes, two minutes, number 45. Oh, no. Okay, what, I- I- if your life depended on it and you had to choose one song to sing, what would it be? Um, uh, The Wolves, Bonnie Bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number 15. No, <laughs> damn it. Uh, wh- who was the most memorable character from your hometown? Oh, uh, jeez, there's nobody in there. Me, in Temple Oak. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. 49. 
<laughs> no. Have you ever stolen anything? Yeah, lollipop from a <laughs> shop when I was about 11 years old. I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what shop? Um, it was a news agent's down in Terranier. Okay, let's go into that news agent's in Terranier. No, no. One minute, 60 seconds, 60 seconds, 60 go, minutes, go, go, go. 60 balls, 60 seconds, number 16. No. Oh, well, okay. Um, 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 what are your memories of 9-11? Uh, great day out. <laughs> Uh, number 58 No If you could choose one person to interview Who would it be? You Only if you get your Another three balls yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Number one No <laughs> do, do you believe in ghosts? No Ah gone, damn it Gone Gone You got three Curses yeah. we, were, we were looking for number 27 Number 31 And number 11 If you've seen them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. us, uh, tell us where you uh, Man, that was great. Thank you very much. Is so any, much uh, do you want to plug like social media or any gigs or stand up or um, stuff? I don't know how. Yeah, I've got a few stand up gigs here and there. I'll be in the Haypenny on the twenty seventh of February. But I mean, yeah, not really. Just give us now a follow on Twitter if you get a chance at Jelly the Kelly and uh, Jelly the Kelly. Watch facts, I guess. Keep keep watching the facts. Yeah, yeah, sure. Some of those sweet facts. Thanks so much, man. Thanks so much for having Cheers, me. John. Cheers, John. Nice Cheers. Thanks, Taz. So, guys, that was John Kelly playing Personality Bingo with me. It was great fun. A huge thank you to John for doing it. I had a great time, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. A little bit of housekeeping, as always. Please do find us at headstuff.org. We're on the Headstuff Podcast Network, and a massive thank you to the guys for having us. Also, a big thank you to Leah Moore and Anthony Manley for their brilliant theme music. Check them out at More Than Machines Music as well. Uh, They really are brilliant, and you can find them on iTunes and Spotify. Also, a massive thank you to Connor Nolan for our brilliant artwork, and a huge thank you to Taz Kelleher, who produces edits and mixes this podcast also find us on twitter facebook um, and get in touch please do let us know uh, if you like it it's not like playing a gig or doing a play where you get to see your friends or people who enjoy what you do uh, you're all just anonymous little fake things in my imagination so please do let me know if you're listening it means the world let us know if you have any questions that you'd like to submit any um, comments concerns for my well-being whatever you want just get in touch and let us know that you're listening as well, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, all that's left to be said is a massive, massive thank you to John for taking the time to do it. And please tune in next week when Kate Gilmore plays Personality Bingo with me, Tom Warren. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.